are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Today's yoga pose breakdown is shoulder stand. Now keep in mind this is considered to be intermediate to advanced. However, I wanted to break it down today because not only is it a really amazing posture when practiced appropriately, but when practiced incorrectly, it can be extremely dangerous. It is in a lot of mixed leveled vinyasa flow type practices. So it might pop up in a class that you're in and you may have never even practiced it before. Now with that said, a lot of yoga teachers are beginning to remove shoulder stand from their sequencing because it is dangerous when practiced incorrectly and it can be really detrimental to the body. So I wanted to discuss it today. Now keep in mind that if you have never practiced shoulder stand before, please do not make this your first time ever practicing it during this breakdown. Simply listen to the breakdown, understand the seriousness of the posture, learn the benefits, and gain some newfound respect for shoulder stand. If you have practiced this before and it is a part of your personal practice, then maybe this will also encourage you to take it into some different variations or just learn about how to protect yourself from possibly making some mistakes that can cause injury to the body. And if you are interested in beginning to enter into practicing shoulder stand, talk to your yoga teacher in person before or after class and get some personal five-minute instruction on how your body can get into this posture safely, okay? I do love shoulder stand. I introduce it to my classes. I allow my students to take themselves into this posture if it's in their practice. And for those who do not want to practice shoulder stand or do not have the abdominal strength to get themselves into the posture yet, they can do a modified variation such as um, legs up the wall or um, legs up the invisible wall with a modification using a block. It's the same effect on the body as it is inverted. Your head will still be below heart. You'll still be calming down the mind, the parasympathetic nervous system. So keep in mind that you do not have to ever practice supported shoulder stand or shoulder stand um, to get those benefits in the body. You can do legs up the wall or you can do um, anything where your head is below the heart, such as downward facing dog, but you can also go into headstand or um, more advanced postures such as handstand using the support of a wall as well. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. Now supported shoulder stand is what its official title is. And as I mentioned, it is an inverted yoga pose. Your head is below the heart. It stretches the back of the neck while strengthening the spine and core muscles. It is most appropriate for intermediate to advanced yoga students, as I mentioned. Shoulder stand is such an important pose with so many benefits that it is referred to in many yoga traditions as the queen or mother of all yoga postures. Now the king or father of all asanas is headstand, which is often performed in conjunction with shoulder stand, especially if you, of course, are more advanced. Now, the Sanskrit name for this pose is 
Salamba Shirvagasana. And it comes from five words. Sa meaning with, Alamba meaning support, Sarva meaning all, Anga meaning limb, and of course Asana meaning pose. Now the name essentially translates to all limbs with support pose. The support means that your hands are on your back holding up your torso while your legs are overhead. There are variations of shoulder stand without hand support. These are called Naralamba, which means unsupported. However, most yoga classes teach only the supported variation. So this pose is often simply referred to now as shoulder stand. Now shoulder stand is part of the Ashtanga yoga closing sequence and is often done near the end of other yoga classes along with plow pose or halasana and fish pose, matcha asana. Now shoulder stand relaxes the mind and prepares the body for the final relaxation position, corpse pose or shavasana. I will break down plow pose and fish pose and other um, yoga pose breakdowns, but keep in mind that typically when sequence, you will see plow come in in my classes especially, I will do shoulder stand to plow. I will very rarely do shoulder stand to headstand, although that is a part of my personal practice. And fish pose is such an amazing counter pose to halasana or plow pose. So it's really great to take it into fish pose, but again, fish pose can be considered a little bit more advanced. So just depends on um, your personal practice and your teacher's capabilities in guiding the class um, into those transitions. But I will talk about those on other yoga pose breakdowns and reference back to shoulder stand. All right, moving forward. Shoulder stand relaxes the mind and prepares the body for that final relaxation position, as I mentioned, corpse pose and shavasana, because of course, anytime you go into legs up the wall or shoulder stand or head below heart, as I mentioned, you're gonna calm down that nervous system and prepare the body for deep relaxation. So it's really good for those who suffer from anxiety or um, who have insomnia. This is another way to really release that energy um, in the way that best supports the body. Now, shoulder stand stretches the neck and shoulders while toning the legs, glutes, back, and abdominal muscles. The queen of asanas provides many other benefits to the entire body, including stimulated thyroid and prostate glands, stimulated abdominal organs, improved digestion, relief from excess phlegm and mucus, reduced fatigue, relief from insomnia, asthma, infertility, cyanitis, and the symptoms of menopause. As with all inversions in yoga, the flow of blood to the brain and shoulder stand helps calm the mind, relieving stress and mild depression. It also helps to improve memory and concentration. This pose will provide a boost of positive energy to your, mind, <laughs> to your body, mind, and spirit instead of, I don't know, I tried to combine all of those together. Regular practice of shoulder stand can help you feel refreshed and renewed every day. So 
A few of the cautions that you're going to want to consider is do not practice this pose if you have glaucoma, diarrhea, headaches, high blood pressure, or if you have recently had a stroke. Also avoid this pose if you have a recent neck injury or chronic neck pain. Women who are menstruating should consult with their teacher before practicing inversions, such as shoulder stand. I will say this, I've never had a student come and tell me they're menstruating. <laughs> and I know some disciplines such as Ashtanga, because I've been an Ashtangi, um, definitely advise you not to practice when you are on your moon cycle. And I have some upcoming episodes, one being about the female moon cycle, but one also being about this idea of not doing inversions while menstruating and where that comes from, um, if there's any science behind it, if it's philosophical. So stay tuned for some of those upcoming episodes, okay? Now continue to um, practice this posture if it is a part of your personal practice and you're comfortable with it, of course. If you are pregnant, and you've been practicing this regularly, it should be considered safe, but of course, consult your physician, okay? Now, do not attempt to learn shoulder stand on your own, as I mentioned. Definitely work with a qualified and knowledgeable instructor who can provide you with personal guidance on the alignment before practicing it solo. Always work within your own range of limits and abilities, and if you have any medical concerns, definitely discuss it with your physician. Now, I'm going to go through the instructions, so whether you're practicing along or you are just simply listening and hearing about um, how we actually practice it, you can Google what it looks like if you are unfamiliar with the idea of shoulder stand. Let's go ahead and get started. So we're going to begin by lying flat on your back with your legs extended and your arms at your sides palms facing down. Bend your knees and place the soles of your feet flat on the floor. On an inhalation, use your abdominal muscles to lift your legs and hips off of the floor. You can also do this one leg at a time. Curl your torso and bring your knees in toward your face. Then lift your hips and bring your torso perpendicular to the floor. Bend your elbows and place your hands on your lower back with your fingertips pointing up toward the ceiling. Keep your elbows on the ground shoulder width apart. Do not let your elbows splay out to the sides. When you are comfortable, lift your thighs so they are vertical to the floor, keeping your knees bent then draw your tailbone toward your pubic bone. And then after that, straighten your legs fully and reach your feet up to the ceiling. Lift through the balls of your feet. Try to bring your shoulders, hips, and feet into one line. Keep your head and neck in line with your spine and do not turn your head. Draw your shoulder blades firmly into your upper back. Keep a space between your chin and chest and soften your throat. Gaze toward your chest. So just taking your dristy down. Hold the pose for up to 10, or hold the pose for 10 up to 25 breaths. 
More advanced practitioners can hold the pose for five minutes or longer. And to release the pose, slowly lower your feet back to the ground. You can also come into plow pose or halasana. And with your hands supporting your back, um, you can take your feet overhead into plow. Again, I will break that down in another episode. Then release your hands to your sides and slowly roll down one vertebrae at a time, bending your knees if you need to, at which point you can also decide to then take it into fish pose. Again, I'll break that down in another episode. Now, shoulder stand can bring many benefits to your mind, body, and spirit when practiced correctly, when practiced correctly and your alignment is in correct alignment. So be sure to make whatever changes you need to reduce discomfort when practicing. You can add, um, for extra shoulder support, you can place a folded firm blanket beneath your shoulders before coming into the pose. Your head and neck should be off of the blanket, however, and this extra support can also help prevent neck injury. If your shoulders are tight, or you have really large breasts, um, you can add two or three blankets for a little bit of height and more support. Remember, you're balancing on your shoulders, not on your neck, okay? Those, with, um, those who want to actually take this a little bit deeper, and if you have the correct alignment and everything is, um, you know, lined up well, you can take a yoga strap and ahead of time by looping that strap around your upper arms, securing the strap and then removing it. Now, once you do that, you'll have the strap at a perfect, um, you know, perfect for your body. And then you can come into plow pose, slide the strap onto your upper arms or have your teacher help you and then continue into shoulder stand from plow. This will allow you to really balance on your shoulder. So that's just a variation of coming into this from the opposite way. I would advise you to do this if you're a little bit more advanced. You can already get into shoulder stand, but you really wanna correct your alignment, okay? But with a teacher's help, you can come in from plow um, and learn it that way as well. It's just you won't want to try that on your own. Again, you can do this one leg at a time if you're unable to shoot both legs up to the sky um, if you don't have the abdominal strength to do so. And experienced students can also experiment with various leg positions. You can bring your legs into bound angle or cobbler's pose or lotus pose is one that's most popular. Now, with all inversions, shoulder stand will invigorate and rejuvenate your entire body when practiced correctly. Of course, you're going to want to ensure that you're performing this pose with correct alignment. Otherwise, you can injure your neck. Make sure you're balancing on your shoulders or you can injure your neck. Be sure to take this as slowly as you need to, okay? Make sure you're lifting your chest towards your chin instead of bringing your chin towards your chest and never turn your head in shoulder stand. So once you're in shoulder stand, do not turn your left from your head from left to right, or you can injure your neck. It may be difficult to gauge how vertical your legs are in this pose, so definitely ask your yoga teacher to assess your pose and assist so you can feel what it feels like to have that alignment from your tail through your legs all the way to the tip of your toes. Now breathe consciously throughout the pose, of course, which is going to allow you to continue to relax into it and not be holding any pressure in the neck area. 
Now you might feel awkward at first getting into this, but you'll eventually begin to understand what the body is supposed to feel like in the posture. Now, keeping your legs active and firm with straight knees, if possible, throughout the posture, but without squeezing your glutes, okay? So you don't wanna contract your glutes to keep you in this posture. You wanna use your abdominal, your core, um, to keep you in the posture. Your legs should really just be floating up just like they would on legs up the wall. So that's one of those really cool things that you just kind of have to figure out. Now take your time coming out of the pose because you're inverted. You might feel a little bit dizzy coming out of it. And then of course, as I mentioned, the counter pose is fish pose. So you can come into fish pose after after you've practiced shoulder stand or after after you've practiced plow. Sorry, I don't know if Mercury is retrograding, but oh my gosh, teaching yoga lately, I've just been scrambling my words. As with every other yoga practice um, and yoga asana, you want to just practice that patience with yourself. It's going to take some time, but once you get it, just like headstand, it's like one of those things, once you get it, you just get it. So I hope you enjoy learning about Um, shoulder stand also learning that you shouldn't attempt this without really having practiced this with a qualified teacher and have a little respect for the pose it is an amazing pose has many benefits but practice incorrectly it can really be um, detrimental to the body and cause serious injuries so take it more serious if you've just been practicing it um, Lucy goosey maybe you can really think about how your body's aligned in this posture and really take it to the next level. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.